Lord Krishna has described the knowledge about himself and those people who worship Krishna in complete knowledge of Krishna that he is the source of all the manifestations all the and the entire existence satatam kirtayantomam yatantascha dridavrataha so krishna is explaining the position of the topmost transcendentalists so there is materialist and there is transcendentalist materialist means he cannot understand anything beyond matter and material enjoyment transcendentalist means they understand there is something beyond matter what i perceive and conceive so among the transcendentalists also who delve in the spiritual domain the topmost transcendentalists are called mahatmas the great souls so what is the characteristic of these great souls ananyashchintayantomam ye janav paryupasate they do upasana of krishna and how do they do upasana ananyashchintayantomam without any deviation without any other object always they are focused on meditation upon krishna and satatam kirtayantomam yatantascha dridavrata satatam always incessantly kirtayantomam they are chanting the names of krishna so this is the qualification of mahatma and yatantascha dridavrata with a great determination great vow so determination is very very important for attaining success in spiritual life so prabhupada tells uh disciple asked prabhupada that prabhupada why this maya is so strong if ultimately we have to go to krishna and krishna is supreme power we are trying to serve him then why this maya is so strong so prabhupada told because your determination is not strong if you are determined enough maya cannot touch you and if you are not determined then even krishna cannot save you prabhupada told so what does it mean if we are not determined then even krishna cannot save us because krishna does not interfere with the living entity we have been hell bent to enjoy material sense gratification and we have prayed to krishna for many many years or probably many many lifetimes krishna please sanction this material enjoyment for me and uh, so krishna has sanctioned it now if we show krishna determination krishna enough i have seen this is Uh, uh not at all satisfactory rather full of miseries please kindly take me out of this so if you are determined in this way to engage in the service of krishna then maya cannot touch and if we are not determined then even krishna cannot save he will not save because we do not want it exactly so thus being determined is also very very important and how do we become determined prabhupad explains people do not know the secret if anything you have to do with determination the secret is brahmacharya a person becomes very powerful by following the brahmacharya he gets the strength of mind so people are not aware of the secret of determination so that is why the celibacy brahmacharya is recommended for any any spiritual discipline so yatantashra dridavrata a person has to be determined to make advancement he is always chanting the names of krishna namasyantascha mam bhaktya nitya yukta upasate and he is always offering obeisances respects unto krishna so these are the qualities of mahatma and shri prabhupada tells so mahatma do not worry that uh, oh mahatma means great soul it is very rare so yes it is definitely a rare chance but this krishna consciousness movement is giving opportunity for everyone to become mahatma not just brahmacharis not just sanyasis even grahasthas prabhupada tells i don't have any such policy that grahasthas cannot become mahatma and then prabhupada explained the example so i am very proud of my disciples six of my disciples so prabhupada is explaining this lecture in i think 1969 or 70 so prabhupada had sent the six grahasthas to london and we saw eventually how they brought a turn around in the worldwide krishna consciousness movement and these were only grahasthas and which kind of grahasthas western grahasthas they were uh, so prabhupada told this is something extraordinary happening now grahasthas have never been into preaching so preaching it requires great qualification great strength spiritual strength only then a person can preach preach means not only you have to defend your faith but you have to help others to come to the real platform of faith in krishna so great sanyasis great brahmacharis they uh, are engaged in the work of preaching but this time now grahasthas are engaged in preaching and women who are supposed to be meant 
uh, in taking care of the household duties in the regular varnashrama system now they are also doing the same work as men are doing so this thing is something extraordinary we have done so prabhupada told this is krishna consciousness movement in this there is no impediment at all and i am proud of my disciples see these disciples are doing so nicely I'm sorry there is some distraction coming i'll just come back yes sorry so prabhupada told i am proud of my disciples they are grahasthas but these grahasthas are also doing extraordinary preaching so prabhupada requested that it does not matter if anybody takes shelter of this krishna consciousness movement follows these simple principles we have to use our tongue use it to vibrate hari krishna with practice as much as possible throughout the day and with determination try to engage in the service of krishna offering him respects in this way everybody can become mahatma so this is the perfection of krishna of uh, any living entity to come to the state of mahatma now today we will see what is the position of other beings who are not on this level that lord krishna is explaining now in the successive shlokas of bhagavad gita text number 15 as you can see on the screen gyan yagena chapyanne yajanto mamupasate ियर very clearly it is mentioned gyana yagena others who are engaged in the cultivation of knowledge worship the supreme lord as the one without a second diverse in many and in the universal form so very clearly krishna is telling anye there are others who are not mahatma mahatmanas tu maam partha daivim prakriti maashritaha the mahatmas they completely surrender themselves unto me this is the condition of mahatma and then upasate they worship me with great love others cannot be called mahatma only devotee who has completely surrendered to krishna always engage in service of krishna without any other diversion he only is mahatma and people who follow the path of knowledge gyana they are called anye others others who are engaged in cultivation of knowledge so that is why tomorrow if anybody challenges that i am following the path of gyana you tell him so why you don't want to become mahatma a great soul so why do you want to get stuck on the uh, somewhere on the staircase when you have elevator present with you quickly rise to the topmost floor now in this uh, krishna is explaining the three different segments of the vedas so the vedas are divided into karma kand gyan kand and upasana kand so the topmost uh, section is upasana kand where a person is taught to uh, become submissive to higher authorities and he starts worshiping various other higher personalities and eventually the culmination of upasana kanda is krishna worship and that is called mahatma who has reached the end of vedic knowledge end of upasana kand and those, those who have not developed the understanding of upasana worshiping then they keep on speculating what is truth what is false that is called gyan knowledge so those people who are cultivating knowledge they are following gyan yagya they can be divided into further three categories ekatvena prithaktvena and bahuda vishvato mukham what does it mean ekatvena means monism they perform aham grahopasana it means many times you would have heard because uh, it is very nice to know that oh you are god this is a philosophy which tells that you worship yourself just like now to the deities we offer flowers garlands and many other things so people who follow the path of ekatvena ekatvena means monism there is no other thing there is only one soul one soul only you are seeing it is manifesting itself into so many forms the example that they give is just like in dream 
it's your dream only but you only see all those forms all these forms are your expansion only which you see in the dream but in illusion you perceive that there are many uh, pluralities many individualities however that is not fact when you wake up all those uh, multi personalities and perceptions they vanish and then you understand it was only you just you were existing so this is the reality of this world actually everything is one consciousness you are hallucinating you are not existing in the world the world is existing in your brain and there are various all these varieties that you see around you that is only an illusion so all these people personalities animals around you you see they are expansions of yourself that is you only in different forms so very dangerous philosophy so it tells there is only one consciousness and thus that god whatever you call you are only that uh, consciousness there is no difference between you your guru or god or any other living entity it is you only in different forms those forms which have realized that what is reality i am living in illusion those forms are called forms of god and those who have not realized they are forms of us the living entities so thus they uh, think that i have realized now i am god so they start worshiping themselves they will do their own abhishekam they will put garlands upon their own self put flowers on their own head this called monism so there is another class which is called prithakvena which in english is called pantheism so what is pantheism uh, it means yes there is consciousness but that consciousness takes many many forms and i can imagine any form so they do panchopasana and uh, all the demigod worship they also fall into this category they think that god only has taken all such forms and uh, i can worship any of these forms this is called prithaktvena and then there is another category who are not able to have any higher understanding than what they can perceive so that is called vishvato mukham bahudha vishvato mukham diversity so uh, they worship the vishwaroop the universal form of krishna so just like as the soul enters the body the body develops into certain form in a similar fashion as lord krishna enters into the material universe in the form of vishnu ekam tu mahata srishtir dvitiyam tu andasansitam first vishnu form enters into material uh, energy second form enters into the universes and that second form which has entered the universe because of the presence of uh, that form of lord vishnu just like the soul is present in this body the body develops if the soul leaves the body there won't be any development in the body so the universe also exhibits various manifestations and there come trees mountains and all life forms they develop the devatas they appear the danavas they appear and oceans appear and so many varieties that we see around us the sun the moon the planets so this form is called universal form the universe has taken a form because of presence of krishna in the universe that is called universal form vishwaroop so for some people god means this entire universe is a living entity huge living entity and that they worship as god and uh, we are part and parcel of krishna so they tell yes we are part and parcel of the universe in that way they understand i am part of god and god means this entire manifestation so for those people who cannot understand spiritual subject matter there is spirit apart from this and there is spiritual form for them this kind of meditation is also recommended because it is not just like uh, sometimes when you tell somebody we are not the body we are spirit soul some people may not be able to understand sometimes we also can have some doubts so it is not easy to come to the spiritual understanding only when person is very very satvik they can understand so for such people to bring them gradually to that spiritual platform this kind of meditation is recommended okay this universe you perceive has got some intelligence everything is being carried out so systematically so worship the universe now how to uh, attach themselves to universe ultimate purpose of vedas is to attach somebody to god so a person cannot be attached to something impersonal so they imagine that this universe is there in the form of a man a person and uh, the clouds are the hair of that person and uh, 
the oceans they are the navel of that person the sun the moon they are the eyes of the person and the mountains mountain ranges they are the bones of the person the rivers are the veins of the person and the trees vegetation that you see these are the hairs on the body of that person in this way they perceive that this universe has got a form this imaginary form is called the universal form of krishna so some people they are just meditating as soon as they see everything any tree oh this is hair on the body of krishna oh these mountains they are the bones in this way they are learning to meditate upon god and it is a fact this universe is a body of god but not uh, the spiritual body uh, when krishna enters in a spiritual body in the universe the universe takes a form so it is a material form of god so this is the basic uh, meditation which is recommended to everybody those who are not able to understand the personal feature so thus these are the three categories you worship yourself and you worship yourself means the understanding is to be given to the living entity that he is not spirit soul he is not matter he is spirit soul and the spirit soul is very divine because it is part and parcel of krishna god is worshipable so every part of god's body is worshipable anything which is connected to god is worshipable so that is why it is told tatvamasi you are that you are that means god is also spirit and you are also spirit but you are small infinitesimal part and parcel of god you are not the infinite god so in this way but you are also divine because you are part of divine so in that way self worship is recommended so a person who is sane who is not envious of krishna he can understand i am god what is the statement i am worshiping myself uh, but if i go outside nobody cares to worship me <laughs> but krishna so many people are worshiping so can i control the planets can i create uh, any new universe no this is not in my power i have some disease i have to go to doctor for toothache i have to rush to dentist so i cannot be that supreme controller oh yes i am in quality same as god i am not this matter i am spirit soul so this understanding can dawn upon the monist thus such processes are recommended that you can worship yourself because you are divine part and parcel of supreme divine but some people get confused with the philosophy and then they start understanding that oh i am that supreme divine i am god supreme controller so sometimes people get befooled in such manners so this is called the gyan kand the second portion and some people are there who are not even up to the mark that they can understand gyan they can understand knowledge just like most of the people here they want to become happy without any desire to understand what is truth it is great foolishness isn't it so a person is driving and it is very difficult for him to drive sometimes he sees some vehicle suddenly rushes sometimes the traffic suddenly stops and he does not inquire that why this traffic is moving like that he does not understand the uh, symbolic representations the traffic lights red means stop it is saying and green means you can carry on you can move so he is bewildered why this is happening so unless he understands the truth he will always remain bewildered and he will meet with an accident fine and so many other things so we are suffering but we don't have desire to understand what is truth in this world so this is called foolishness however for such foolish people also the vedas recommend karmakanda and what is karmakanda they do various sacrifices so krishna is telling here aham kratur aham yagya swadaham aham oshadham mantroham aham evajyam aham agnir aham hutam but it is i who am the ritual i the sacrifice the offering to the ancestors the healing herb the transcendental chant i am the butter and the fire and the offering so to those people who follow the karmakanda portion they do various yagyas so those people who cannot think anything other than material benefit just like many times some people who are pious they come in touch and we tell them why don't you please chant nicely just chant 16 rounds follow four principles and nobody can stop you from making your life successful they tell yes prabhu now i can chant only one round i'll chant more i just want to have two more hotels with me and then i will start more or i just want to crack this exam or i just want to finish this thing then i will do this thing i will get my son married or then i will start various engagements people quote so people are very much uh, uh, although there is some understanding but they are very much enamored by material benefits so to such people karmakanda portion was recommended you have some material desires you perform this yagya 
and as we are discussing in last or previous to that session how recently uh, maharaj janmejaya after parikshit maharaj did such powerful yagya that all the snakes from various parts of the universe they started coming and falling into that uh, sacrificial altar and uh, when a person does the sacrifice immediately he can see i wanted some weapons weapon has come out i wanted a uh, child child has come out i wanted uh, some kingdom i am able to achieve that so in this way by performing this yagya people can see practically so there is one instance mentioned in shrimad bhagavatam where a king he was not having any child and uh, it is responsibility to produce a child that is obligation also vedic obligation because uh, the ancestors they need somebody who can offer them oblations if ancestors have done any sinful activities by accepting that oblation they can be relieved from the hellish life or whatever troubles they are having so thus it is the duty to produce a child to take care of the previous generations forefathers there is some law of nature which works like that so he was very anxious that how can i produce how can i fulfill my obligation and somebody has to be there to rule over the kingdom also so then he did some yagya and the rishis after successful performance of yagya they prepared uh, sanctified water and that water the queen was supposed to drink and then the king would have a child but in the middle of the night the king became very thirsty and he started searching for water and mistakenly he drank that water which the queen was supposed to drink and actually the king became pregnant <laughs> so this is the power of yagya so a person can immediately develop faith oh this vedic yagyas are so powerful they can make even a man pregnant and somehow he delivered the child also but because he was uh, under the protection of brahmanas brahmanas were very dear to krishna very powerful he did not die otherwise a man would die after delivery so somehow he was able to deliver and still survive this accident so like this people would perform various yagyas and they would see the result and uh, this is called karma kanda portion fruitive activities you are doing certain activities so that you can enjoy some result of it so here krishna is telling so whatever you are doing you need uh, some uh, butter to be put into the yagya kunda you need fire to be ignited into the kunda you have to put various herbs and so many other things you have to chant some mantras krishna is telling i am everything there is nothing beyond me i am the butter i am the sound i am the yagya the fire of the yagya i am everything i am the offering to the ancestors i am everything i am the entire ritual so krishna is telling there is nothing beyond me that is what krishna is giving the confidential knowledge in this chapter that there is nothing in this world except krishna means krishna and his energies just like the sun and the sunlight we have discussed many times over in a similar fashion in this world there is nothing but person krishna and the energies which are continuously emanating from krishna nothing else just like we understand in science energy can neither be created nor be destroyed it can only be transformed from one form to another this is law of conservation of energy same thing krishna tells energy cannot be created cannot be destroyed so we are spirit soul we are energy so the scientists only are telling they are they preach this law of conservation of energy and they have difficulty in understanding when you tell god is eternal and spirit soul is eternal so they won't believe they will tell no no spirit soul cannot be eternal matter is producing god cannot be eternal this is illogical then your uh, law of conservation of energy is illogical you only are telling in your law energy cannot be created cannot be destroyed so krishna is telling yes spirit soul is my energy energy cannot be created cannot be destroyed so everything is krishna's energy it is transformed from one form to another all this matter that we see it is also transformation of same spiritual energy energy is only same spirit spiritual energy it is transforming it transforms at as matter as a uh, uh light as heat as sound as butter and so many things that we see around us but it is nothing but krishna krishna person and energies of that person then krishna tells pitaham asya jagato mata dhata pitamahah vedyam pavitram omkara riksam yajure vacha I am the father of this universe pita aham mata dhata pitamaha I am the mother also so krishna is telling i am the father i am the mother 
माता धाता पितामा धाता मीन्स सपोर्टर पितामह मीन्स द ग्रैंड सायर द ग्रैंड फादर आई एम द फादर ऑफ दिस यूनिवर्स द मदर द सपोर्ट एंड द ग्रैंड सायर वेद्यम पवित्रम ओंकारा रिक साम यजुर आई एम द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ नॉलेज द प्यूरिफायर एंड द सिलेबल ओम आई एम द ओंकारा द ओम वाइब्रेशन विच पीपल चैंट आई एम ऑल्सो द रिक साम यजुर रिक साम एंड द यजुर्वेदास so krishna is telling i am the father so lord shiva is called uh, the father of the universe and uh, god is durga she is called the mother so this material energy she is the controller presiding deity of all material energy god is durga and uh, just like the scientists are telling this matter is pretty that they cannot deny that this material nature is producing all the bodies but it is illogical just like if somebody tells no mother is producing child no father is not required yes it is a fact if a person who is not aware of the process of reproduction he may think oh just mother is producing child without the help of father no help is required so in a similar fashion the soul is given by lord shiva and then the matter which covers that soul that is given by goddess durga so krishna is telling father and mother both i am and then pitamaha pitama means grandfather so lord shiva appeared through lord brahma so lord brahma is called pitama grandfather so krishna is telling i am brahma also so brahma shiva durga they are also part and parcel of krishna the infinite personality so krishna is telling there is nothing beyond me all the devis all the devatas all the human beings all the animals they are just my expansion so in that sense they also can be called god so that is why sometimes if the vedas are telling that shiva is god or durga is god goddess or ganesha is god that is not wrong prabhupad gives example just like you can tell oh this car is this car is ford this is maruti so you can tell the car is ford but you cannot tell ford is car no the ford is producing car all the cars he is producing controlling but the uh, ford cannot be called car ford is not car but the car is ford in a similar fashion krishna is telling here that i am pita i am mata i am the grand sire i am the grandfather also so they also can be called god but god cannot be considered these living entities they are all part and parcel of god if you touch my finger you can it can be told that you are touching me if you hold my finger it can be told that yes you are holding me but in one sense you are not holding me you are just holding my finger so in this way the vedas want to tell sometimes that any living entity that you see that is part and parcel of god only that is not different from god in the sense they are all divine they are all completely spiritual but sometimes people mistake that it recommends to the it is uh, suggesting that it is whole god that is mistake they are not the whole personalities but they are part and parcel of the whole god gatir bharta prabhu sakshi nivasa sharanam surit prabhava pralaya sthanam nidhanam bijam avyayam i am the goal the sustainer the master the witness the abode the refuge and the most dear friend i am the creation and the annihilation the basis of everything resting place and the eternal seed so here krishna is using this very important word gatir bharta prabhu sakshi so krishna is telling gati i am the goal so whether a person is following any process he is a hardcore materialist ignorant of even karma kanda just want to live like animals enjoy life or he is a fruity worker he is following the karma kanda portion he wants to enjoy material gratification or he is following gyan kanda ultimate destination is krishna only so this material world is a reformation center where ultimately all the living entities they wanted to experience a life of god so they are made god and sent here and they wanted to ha- have independent enjoyment without god so they are given experience okay you please go there and you try to enjoy but then living entity will not be able to enjoy so after all these experiences ultimately living entity is going back towards krishna 
Krishna is the ultimate destination of everybody who is there in this material world. And the more we keep ourselves away from the destination, the more we suffer in this material world. We have to continue the journey. So unless we reach the destination, journey continues. So that is why it is told by the Vaishnava Acharyas, Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Kevala Vishera Bhanda. So some people may be very proud. Oh, I am following the Vedic process very, very nicely. But it is told, Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Kevala Vishera Bhanda. These other segments of the Vedas, a person can be very proud. Oh, I am following all the rituals very nicely. I do Dana, Punya, Charity, Tapasya and all these other things which are recommended in the Vedas. Somebody may tell, oh, I am reading all the Vedanta Sutra and I have understood I am not the body, I am spirit soul, I am eternal. And people may think they are following spiritual life, but that is not spiritual life, it is being told. Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Kevala Vishera Bhanda, these are just pots of poison. If a person has actual knowledge of Krishna, he will consider all other Vedic activities also as pots of poison. Poison means it uh, brings repeated birth and death to a person. If you drink poison, you will die and your heart will burn. So thus, very nicely, uh, all of you can go through this song, Bhakti Vinod Thakur has sung. Asha Pasha Shata Shata Klesha Deya Avirata That I am bound in this material world. Ei Vishaya Hala Hale Diva Nishi Hiya Jwale Juda Ete Na Kainu Upaye So Hala Hal, Hala Hal is a very dangerous poison. So Bhakti Vinod Thakur is telling so this vishaya, this sense objects which I am enjoying now as a materialist. Of course, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is an acharya, but the acharyas take a position of a common man and they write these poetries in humble mood. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur, a pure devotee of Krishna, he is writing this wonderful uh, Vaishnava song. Anadi karma phale padi bhavarnavajale. That because of so many fruitive activities, which I have been doing since time immemorial. Padi bhava arnava jale. I have fallen into this bhav arnava. Arnava means ocean. Bhava means to become. So we have fallen into this ocean. And in this ocean, we are taking various forms, different species, animal species, bird species, worm species, like this various species I'm taking. I've fallen into this bhava arnava in this ocean, in this material energy where I keep on changing forms. And while I take different forms, what do I desire? I desire the sense objects. But now I have realized the sense object is like Vishaya Hala Hale. This Vishaya enjoying object of the senses, which we all very, very mad, enjoying the eyes, enjoying the tongue, enjoying the beautiful music, enjoying the skin touch sensation. So this is like poison. Diva Nishi Hiya Jwale. Day and night, my heart is burning in this thing. So sometimes we think, oh, I have not got enough vishayas with me, enough objects of enjoyment with me. That is why I'm having dissatisfaction in my life. But no, that is not fact. As recently we have seen another uh, celebrity couple, so-called very successful person in the material terms. So they have filed for divorce or they have taken uh, something like that. All of you must be aware. So this person is considered the most wise man, very successful man. And just to work in his company, his former company, uh, people, the best of the brains would work very, very hard if I can just work in that company. And he is the master of that company. That company has been the top in the top of the world. It has ruled the world for a long time. So he has been successful. He has been richest person of the planet for many, many years. And he got the love of his life. But see, what is the result? Even after love of life, divorce. Divorce is not an easy thing. How much heart burning happens? How much dissatisfaction is there in life? Fights are natural. Divorces when there is extreme fight, extreme dissatisfaction. And even after divorce, it is not uh, easy to forget your partner. Person always remembers, but then they cannot tolerate even living together, Prabhupada explains. So this knot is very, very strong between man and woman. So if they separate, it is still even after separation, a person may take divorce or he may take sannyas. This knot is very, very difficult to give up. That is why in the Kali Yuga it is told that please don't take sannyas because there is no brahmachari training. This knot, which is anyway difficult to give up, nobody would be able to give up easily. 
so thus the heart is burning the most successful person the richest person got the love of his life when you don't get any way your heart will burn if you get then also your heart will burn so this is the evidence and bhakti vinod thakur is telling deva nishi hiya jwale my heart is burning man kabu sukh nahi paya i have never got pleasure by enjoying this sense objects i have got only burning of my heart day and night so why uh, uh, am i entangled in this when i realized that it is burning my heart why don't i give up this vishaya so next bhakti vinod thakur tells asha paasha shat shata klesha deya avirata because of this asha because of this hope these so many desires asha paasha so this ashas are compared to paash paash means noose in the neck so i have caught by this noose just like animals you drive them with the help of noose you pull them anywhere the dog you can pull the cow you can pull donkey you can pull so with the noose in the neck so what what is this noose which is driving in this material world asha paasha shata shata so animal has got just one noose i have got hundreds of nooses and they are pulling me i have desire oh, let me have uh, one more uh, one more car one more job one more business one more child marriage of my child marriage of my grandchild and one more one more like this so many asha paasha shata shata i am so badly entangled even though my heart is burning i don't have any hope of release because of this so many nooses hundreds of nooses and these nooses are nothing but material desires they are holding me in this material world so they are pulling me in all the directions and my heart is also burning never satisfied by these vishayas so very nice song you can read anadi karam phale padi bhavan very beautiful song so these songs are very very powerful they are expansions of hari krishna mahamantra so sitting in front of krishna we can sing so many such vaishnav songs are there by bhakti vinod thakur narottam das thakur so by shila prabhupad we can sing these songs these are very very potent songs full of all spiritual realizations so bhakti vinod thakur is telling now even if a person is able to give up these nooses these material desires gyan karma thag doi mode pratali pratadiya loi now there are two more robbers highway robbers just like the robbers plunderers they cheat a person thag thag means a person who cheats a person and takes away all his wealth and they can kill them in a similar fashion i have got these two cheaters two thaga highway robbers who are they gyana and karma so in this jungle in this material world i am lost and uh, in this jungle these two robbers they have caught me gyana and karma karma means this fruitive activity it is cheating me i am thinking just if i am able to have this material attainment then i will be happy then there would be settlement in my life who is settled in the life ask any old man is he satisfied have his planning all his plans have got fructified is he satisfied has he stopped his planning no still plans unlimited plans he is doing old men are also having many many plans so no so that is why lord rishabdev when he was going to retire krishna's incarnation father of bharat maharaj we discuss bharat maharaj past time some time back so rishabdev when he is retiring he was king of the planet he is giving instructions to his sons that please do not uh, he gives various instructions become devotee of krishna worship bharat who is a very advanced devotee by serving him uh, you will serve me i am incarnation of krishna and then he tells one more instruction make sure that nobody makes plan now we have planning commissions in our country in all the countries and they make plans how to have material enjoyment rishab dev the most powerful king krishna's incarnation citizens were very happy under his rule so rishab dev tells make sure that the living entities the subjects do not make any plans for material enjoyment so the duty of the government is not to help people make plans of enjoyment this is the basis of all the election manifesto i will give you material happiness but the election manifesto should be i will never give you material happiness i mean material satisfaction obviously we need to satisfy our needs but any kind of planning to increase material happiness government should make sure people don't do such planning because any kind of material enjoyment more than required for keeping body and soul together it acts like vishaya it acts like poison and the heart starts burning in that suffering 
So Rishabh Dev is telling, please make sure the subjects do not plan for material enjoyment. They plan only enjoyment of Krishna, Krishna's satisfaction. So this is one cheating that if I get some material profit, some material situation, I will be happy in my life. See from these examples, these people are so successful. Still, their heart is burning day and night. We will never be satisfied by all these attempts. So there is another thing when a person is able to realize this karma is not helping me. Person gets trapped by jnana. Then he starts speculating. Oh, Krishna is God or not? These instructions are right or not? What is God? What is reality? Mental speculation. This kills a person. So material desires, it is very difficult to come out of its nose. If a person is able to come out of the nose, then there are these mental speculation. It does not let us surrender to Krishna. So Prabhupada's teacher is telling, this is fire. You can utilize it for cooking. If you touch it, you will get burned and all such things. So a person who is simple, he can use the fire very nicely. And uh, a person who is a scientific minded, very this thing, he does know I will experiment first. Will it work or not? So if you do experiment, it may take some time. After that, you can utilize. Somebody tells, if you push this button, this is accelerator, car will speed up. You push this, this brake, this is clutch, this steering, like that it will function. So a person tells, no, no, I want to do research. How it functions? Will it function like that or not? So he can do research. He can become automobile engineer and then he can learn to drive. But a person, he simply picks up the instruction from the user manual, from the creator, and he starts driving the car and his life is successful. Need not understand how car is functioning. Somebody is given to you, use it and give it up. What is the need of understanding mechanism? So many complex mechanisms are there. When Krishna was explaining to Arjuna his potencies, Arjuna was inquiring. So Krishna is telling Arjuna what you will do, Arjuna, by understanding all these things. Atva bahu tena kim tena tava Arjuna. Arjuna, what you will do by this research work? jagat. Only by one ansha of mine, I am maintaining this entire universe. This is my potency. What you will understand about me, my creation, you cannot understand. By one ansha of mine, I am maintaining this entire jagat, entire material creation. So thus, there is no limit to Krishna's energies. A person will get bewildered. So take advantage of the process Krishna is giving simply. But the jnana does not allow us mental speculation, unlimited doubts. So Bhakti Vinod Thakur is telling, Jnana karma thagadui more pratadayaloi. These are torturing me. They have caused me great harassment. These two thagas, highway robbers. Eno samaya bandhu. So he is telling, Kripa Sindhu, you are the ocean of mercy. Now at this time, when... Uh, now I have become very old. It is time for me to leave this world. I have no hope. Now my senses cannot enjoy any more material activity. So please help me. Give me your shelter. So very nice prayers. Bhakti Vinod Thakur is not telling oh, I have become very knowledgeable. So please give me. No, I have become very old. There is no capacity in me to enjoy the senses anymore. So I am taking your shelter. So a person who is intelligent that Krishna tells immediately picks up the knowledge which Krishna is telling to Arjuna and he becomes a Mahatma. So Krishna declared in verse number three itself. So this knowledge I am going to explain. I am father. I am mother. I am the butter. I am fire. I am all the personalities of this world. I am all the ingredients. So those people who understand this knowledge, they worship me, chant my name. They become Mahatma. Their lives become successful. They become full of happiness. But Ashraddhana Purusha, those people who are not able to put faith, they are not able to attain me. Keep on coming in this cycle. Keep falling in this birth and death repeatedly. So ultimate destination is Krishna only. So slowly the Vedas, they let you follow Karma Kanda. After attaining all the material results, you'll be dissatisfied. But faith in the Vedas would be established. So very easily then you can read Vedas further. You come to Jnana Kanda. You understand, logically analyze slowly that Krishna... Vasudevam Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudurlaba Bahunam Janmanamante Gyan Vamam Prapadyante. After many, many births, Gyani understands everything is Vasudev. There is nothing but Vasudev in this world. Such Gyani is very rare. And then he also surrenders unto me. He becomes Mahatma. Another person who is wise, he understands what teacher is telling me. A teacher is very authorized. Let me take advantage of this knowledge. Anyway, I have to surrender to Krishna after many, many lives. Let me now surrender immediately. He immediately becomes successful. He is able to avoid all such burning of heart rather than himself tasting cyanide 
and understanding it is poison i am dying now understand from authority cyanide is poison do not take do not surrender to process of gyana and karma take to bhakti process directly anybody who has taken he has become successful anybody who has not taken he has not become successful and prabhupada tells you can understand for yourself there is proof when people ask how we can understand i do not see krishna so prabhupada tells why you are putting so much stress on seeing prabhupada gives very nice actually sometimes uh, when we are very tamasic rajasic we don't appreciate prabhupada examples we think these examples are not logical enough but prabhupada examples are so highly full of logic most nice so prabhupada gives example of mango he tells mango just like you are seeing by looking at mango can you realize mango this is real mango this is nice mango no by looking you cannot by touching you cannot but as soon as you taste then you understand oh this is mango this is very nice so this is the proof proof of the pudding is in eating it so when you taste mango then you understand oh it is mango otherwise it could be plastic it could be uh, something else some imitation but when you taste it then you understand oh this is mango this is proof in a similar fashion why you are putting so much stress on your eyes when with your eyes you cannot even figure out what is mango so tongue by tongue you realize what is mango in a similar fashion by tongue you will realize what is krishna by tongue and by ear simply keep on chanting and hearing the names of krishna just like tasting mango gives a unique pleasure which you don't find anywhere else in a similar fashion we'll find a unique pleasure which we have not found anywhere else in the material world it is not the pleasure of watching something beautiful tasting some nice dish hearing some nice sound sex pleasure which is much beyond that that a person realizes by tongue simply chant the names of krishna and hear every sound very attentively by this practical experience we can understand krishna tells pratyaksh avagamam dharmyam practically you can understand krishna there is no more doubt so by this strong faith is established in the heart just like a person is convinced this is good mango he understands so this is krishna i want this pleasure for this pleasure i was hankering always now i have got this pleasure that we can realize by tongue by chanting krishna's name so krishna this word is very important gati nate vidu swarth gatim he vishnu people do not understand that gati ultimate destination is vishnu only only by attaining vishnu they will be satisfied in life further krishna tells tapami ham aham varsham nigranami usrajami cha amritam cha eva mrityascha sad asaccha ham arjuna i control the heat the rain and the drought i am immortality i am also death personified both being and non being are in me ಡೆಸ್ಟಿನೇಷನ್ಟ್ so they follow the vedic processes and they worship other devi devtas so krishna is telling they worship me but indirectly just like if you are putting food on the head of some person or in the nose of some person you are feeding the person but in an improper way that krishna will explain in the coming verses they are worshiping me but an improper way so what happens to them tetam bhuktva swarga lokam vishalam kshine punne marte lokam vishanti एवं धर्मम अनुप्रपन्ना गतागतम काम कामालिसफुल and later because of overeating you can have dysentery or you have diabetes you will have problems and so many other things but that time you are enjoying so a diabetic patient when he eats sweets he cannot tell i am enjoying a person who is a knowledge he sees oh how this man is creating his suffering in a similar fashion if for a while you enjoy delight on this planet or on heavenly planets you cannot tell oh life is nice life is good life is not good that very thing will create stress for you in the future krishna is telling this is what happens to those people they go to heavenly planets shine punya and there they, if they don't cultivate krishna consciousness then they again fall back to this world marte lokam vishanti 
so why people are working so hard going up and coming down and doing all these things because of just two things krishna explains yoga and kshema so such hard work is there people are not surrendering to krishna because they want to attain something thinking that if i attain this i will be happy and kshema they think oh i have attained some position i have been getting these many marks now if i worship krishna i will lose my marks or uh, i have got this status social status if i worship krishna i may lose that status so thus for protection of whatever they have and for attaining something which they don't have people keep on engaging in material desires material activities and don't surrender to krishna so here krishna gives a golden verse which every even materialist should read and what is that shloka ananya chintayanto mam ye janah paryupasate तेषाम नित्याभियुक्तानाम योगक्षेमं वहाम्यहम बट दोस हु वर्शिप मी विद डिवोशन मेडिटेटिंग ऑन माय ट्रांसेंडेंटल फॉर्म टू देम आई कैरी व्हाट दे लैक एंड प्रिजर्व व्हाट दे हैव सो कृष्णा इज टेलिंग नाउ वन मे वंडर वन मे आस्क दैट इट्स ओके इफ आई सरेंडर टू यू वेरी नाइसली अनन्यांतोमापासते इफ आई वर्शिप यू कंप्लीटली विदाउट एनी रिजर्वेशन सो देन हुल टेक केयर ऑफ मी हुल गिव मी वॉट आई नीड हुफुल माई मटीरियल डिमांड्स एंड हु विल प्रोटेक्ट वॉट एवर बिलोंगिंग्स आई हैव सो कृष्ण इज टेलिंग डू नॉट वरी अन अन्या विदाउट एनी डिविएशन प्रभुपाद एक्सप्लेन्स वन हु इज अनेबल टू लिव फॉर अ मोमेंट विदाउट कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस कैन नॉट बट थिंक ऑफ कृष्णा ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स being engaged in devotional service by hearing chanting remembering offering prayers worshiping serving the lotus feet of the lord rendering other services cultivating friendship and surrendering fully to the lord such activities are all auspicious and full of spiritual potencies indeed they make the devotee perfect in self realization then his only desire is to achieve the association of the supreme personality of godhead so prabhupada is explaining those people who are engaged in such a manner in shravanam kirtanam chanting hearing serving the lotus feet continuously then uh, somebody may wonder what will happen to them so krishna is telling nitya abhyuktanam who are always fixed in devotion to me yoga kshemam vahami ham i provide what they lack and i preserve what they have so uh, the sometimes when we come to krishna consciousness still the tinge of fruitive activity remains we are not completely pure it is only gaudi vaishnavism which is this kind of devotion this kind of highest path even among the bhakti yogis is very very rarely revealed and uh, even among the four sampradayas it is not completely explained unless chaitanya mahaprabhu madhavendra puri they appeared in the brahma sampraday before this this was also not revealed very clearly so usually people worship god to go back to god to go back to godhead but chaitanya mahaprabhu explained here also there is little contamination of karmic activities karmic activity means you do something for some profit so now you are doing bhakti so that you can go back to godhead you can go and live in vaikuntha loka enjoy a very nice life so this is also contamination you want still your happiness so real happiness the highest form of bhakti is anyabilashita shunyam gyanu karmadi anavritam highest devotion is i don't want even to go back to godhead i want to remain in whatever situation krishna keeps me so uh, sometimes devotees still uh, when they come to krishna consciousness yes prabhu i have realized this karma gyana this is bad i am surrendering to krishna i don't want to work hard do all these fruitive activities i am going to settle in vrindavan and the uh, plots which were many around radha kund people are purchasing the plots how many devotees are making house around radha kund and govardhan and vrindavan like that so uh, and we think again you know my prophet i will live peacefully there and execute krishna consciousness and in this way uh, i'll be very very satisfied but actually this is not the best way to satisfy krishna here also there is contamination again we are thinking of our own happiness there is contamination of this karma activity so as long as this karma activity is there in our heart we cannot actually go and stay in vrindavan even though we can make our house in vrindavan so vrindavan means spontaneous devotion to krishna where personal comfort is not at all concerned so the vrijvasis they don't have desire to uh, 
go back to Godhead or do anything. They simply want to engage in the service of Krishna. This is the highest form of devotion. And this can be attained when a person has the mercy of the spiritual master. So we have to understand the spiritual realization, spiritual pleasure, it is given when spiritual master is pleased. Yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado. When spiritual master is pleased, Krishna is pleased. So when spiritual master is pleased, so we have to read very nicely the mood of the spiritual master, the desires of the spiritual master. So once it so happened that you know, one pastime is there when Gargmuni Prabhu, one of the earlier uh, earliest disciples of Prabhupada, so he shares that he was talking with Prabhupada and at uh, uh, that time there is a discussion that this devotee was preaching in Indonesia, Muslim country and library preaching. There was a party of devotees which was going library to library and they are placing books in all such libraries. So when Prabhupada heard this news, he became very happy. Oh, Muslim country. Then they spoke of two more devotees who's all, who were also preaching in the Muslim countries. So Muslim countries are very tight. They don't allow other religion, other preaching, but still these devotees were going there and preaching. So Prabhupada, when he heard this news, he became very happy and Prabhupada told, I take the dust from the lotus feet of the devotees who are preaching in the Muslim countries. And when those devotees who are putting such hard work, they heard that they became immediately ecstatic. Oh, this is what is most pleasing to our spiritual master. And Prabhupada became so much pleased that, you know, Prabhupada was giving a Pandal program and Prabhupada was telling, we have to preach and this knowledge is there. People are suffering because of this. So one person, he challenged Prabhupada, you are preaching here in India. Anyway, people are devotees of Krishna. What are you doing? If you have this thing, he challenged Prabhupada, then why don't you preach in Pakistan? So uh, Prabhupada told, uh, uh, you are challenging us. Yes, we will go to Pakistan. Immediately told his disciples, go to Pakistan to preach. And it was 1971 and devotees went there. And as they landed in Pakistan, they realized India was on war with Pakistan. At that time, they entered Pakistan to preach. And anyway, Americans are, uh, you know, uh, those white skinned people. And uh, then they are having Vaishnavtil, a deadly combination for those people who are not uh, very, very agreeable to these features. So they were showing knife to the devotees. They, there were attempts to kill them. They were spitting on them and all such torture they went under, underwent. And then there was news in the newspaper that Hare Krishna devotees killed in Pakistan. And when Prabhupada read the news, he immediately telegrammed that, please come back. It's not the right time. Uh, and then those devotees were not killed circumstantially. Fortunately, it was some other people. So then the devotees, they came back and it was festival day and the devotees are fasting from grains. I think it was Ram Nomi, if I remember correctly, something. So we are supposed to fast from grains completely from that time, even from non-grains, everybody was fasting. But as soon as they came there, Prabhupada embraced them like a child and immediately ordered a full grain feast to be cooked for them and Prabhupada fed them. He surpassed all the laws of the Vedas. So this is the mercy of spiritual master. So when a person is having no other desire, I do not want my pleasure, my comfort. I just want to give pleasure to my spiritual master. This is the highest understanding of spiritual life. Then he is a brahmachari, he is a grahastha, he is a vanaprastha, he is a business, he is doing anything, whatever he is doing, he can become Mahatma. So this is the greatest understanding which is recommended here in the Bhagavad Gita which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained that this is real bhakti. So do not think about your maintenance. Do not think about your happiness. Here Krishna is promising spiritually and materially. Ananyas chintayantumam ye jana paryupasate. Never plan your happiness. Just plan my happiness. If you live in Vrindavan, you are doing your bhajan very nicely. That is very good. That is recommended for good advanced devotees. But for not for the devotees who want to become super advanced, who want to become really advanced, who want to transfer themselves, who want to serve Krishna personally, who go to Golok Vrindavan, for them a different kind. And this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu expects. The highest kind of spiritual life we follow, where there is no personal desire, only desire. There is no thinking about what will I do in my life? What will be my security? I just want to satisfy Krishna. And Krishna is satisfied how? We have been discussing many times in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells a person who preaches my glory, who spreads this knowledge to others. So here Krishna is promising Ananyas Chintoyantamam, who is always thinking about me, engaging in my service in this way continuously. Yoga Kshemam Vahamiham. Yoga means 
here Prabhupada explains in the purport, this is called yoga. By the mercy of the Lord, such a devotee never comes back to this material condition of life. Shema refers to the merciful protection of the Lord. So rather than planning our protection, oh, here materialist is there, there materialist is there, let me live safely or like that. You plan just service of Krishna and then automatically Krishna will give protection. This is the secret. The past time we were discussing the other day when people were expressing lusty desires, Prabhupada told, you preach and then you pray to Krishna. Krishna will take this itching sensation, go away. But what happens without serving Krishna? We directly want to. So doing 16 rounds, reading every day, following sadhana is no big deal that we are doing for ourselves. Again, there is karma contamination. What have you done for Krishna? So simply try to do something for Krishna. Then you need not bother for your protection. Krishna gives protection. Shemam. Shemam means protect. I protect. And yoga. Yoga means the knowledge how to go back to Krishna, how to connect. Krishna will lay the path, everything nicely. When devotees were dancing, jumping very enthusiastically uh, in the Mayapur temple, Prabhupada told, if you do Kirtan like this very, very nicely, then Bhakti Thakur personally will come. He will take you back to Godhead. So thus Krishna, the Acharyas, personally, they will take care if they see that we are just engaged. So this is the secret of spiritual life. Always thinking, engaging yourself in the service of Krishna. So this is material, spiritual thing connecting to Krishna and spiritual protection, protection from material energy, which is being discussed here in lectures and in other writings, Prabhupada explains, this is true for material domain also. Materially, we want something. So thus, this is the pastime. So there was one Acharya, Arjuna Acharya. This is what we wrote in the title today. So Arjuna Acharya was a very advanced devotee of Krishna. He was writing commentary on the Bhagavad Gita. So when he came across this shloka, so the commentary, it was written, Vahamiham, I personally provide what he lacks, what my devotee needs, and I protect what he has. So then he thought, oh, Krishna, just see what Krishna is explaining here. Mata, dhata, pitamaha, I am father, I am mother, I am everything. Everything belongs to Krishna. This is Krishna. Why Krishna has to carry personally to something? Why Krishna will protect personally? So he cut, struck it off. And he wrote down there through his energies like that. So when he struck those lines off and then there was need because he was a householder. So there is need to arrange the household essentials. He went out and then somebody knocks on the door and the wife of Arjuna Chari, she opens the door and then she sees two very beautiful children. One fair colored, one dark complexion. And they are carrying very, very heavy load on the shoulders on bamboo sticks. This is how they would carry loads on balance. So on that bamboo balance stick, lot of load is there on their head on the stick. So she tells, so why you are carrying? Who has given you all these things? So they tell actually Acharya, your husband only has told us to, he has put us all this load on us. So, so much load he has put on your children. It is very difficult for you to carry. Bully. Yes. And when we told we cannot carry, he has beaten us also. Just see here. And they show the marks on their backs. So they told how Acharya has become so cruel. He has loaded them and then he has beaten also. So he tells, okay, please, please come here. Please put it here. Please sit down. I'll bring prasadam for you. So they tell, no, no, no. We are very scared. Acharya will come and he will chastise us again. And then they run away. So uh, usually the Vedic culture is the wife. Uh, she offers the husband the food. And when everybody in the family has taken, then they take. But here she was uh, taking prasadam, honoring prasadam. And Arjuna Acharya, he returns. And then he sees, oh, what is this? I have not taken, but she is honoring. Why she is violating the etiquette? And she tells, what happened? And she tells, how you have become so cruel? Those poor children, you beat them and you put so much load on them. How you have become so cruel? Told, no, I have not sent anything to the children. And no, you only sent no, all these foodstuffs, all these items. No, this is what I need, what we needed. But uh, I could not get all these things. And who has sent this? No, you only sent these. And she gives the description that these two children, they came. And then he understood that because I doubted that Krishna does not bring personally. Krishna and Balram personally came. And whatever Acharya was needing, Arjuna Acharya, they brought personally to their house. So this is the principle that Krishna wanted to explain. Yoga, Kshemam, Vahamiham. And another important principle that Krishna wanted to convey is the absolute nature of Krishna, Krishna, Krishna's name, Krishna's form, Krishna's word, there is no difference. 
so there is no difference between krishna and his words in the bhagavad gita so when somebody struck of the words in the bhagavad gita bhagavad gita is non different from krishna so krishna they, he showed the marks on his back so thus prabhupada explains krishna and his words are non different when i am reading bhagavad gita i should understand i am personally associating with krishna and if we read bhagavad gita this with this faith then we'll personally take instructions from krishna we'll associate and this principle krishna has applied in many many places bali maharaj personally krishna is standing as guard to bali maharaj when ravana came simply by the strike of his toe ravana flew off to various miles and then he understood i cannot conquer this bali maharaj kingdom so krishna because he got very pleased by bali maharaj sacrifice he is personally standing as guard to his devotee just see can anybody do the duty of guard guard means very uh, low job but krishna is doing this job for his devotee so krishna is so very much loving to his devotee krishna protects materially also thus we have never seen people complain of time prabhu i am chanting 16 rounds i am doing sadhana but i am very busy and life is very difficult unless a person implements this shloka in the life always thinking how to serve krishna how to preach krishna consciousness not my benefit extending the benefit to others we have not seen any preacher in difficulty preacher always find time preacher finds means preacher is not just spiritually advancing very nicely people is not just protected from the material nature's influence materially also they are very very comfortable always protected by krishna so thus please keep this instance in mind apply this principle in your life we understand uh, it is it may not be possible to develop such faith immediately but in baby steps few steps try to implement this thing in your life we have to rise above the personal satisfaction in our life and try to work in the service of krishna and then you will see how krishna personally provides and personally protects also